0: Welcome to the Website Coach podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Website Coach podcast. And this week, I want to talk to you about business planning for 2023. And I've just been through an exercise with the members of my marketing membership, where we've been doing pretty much this exact same exercise. And it was really, really useful. And it was great because what we ended up with is we each came up with three um, different things that we really, that were the most important things that we wanted to achieve in 2023. And then we're really quite varied, but everybody has left with a spring in their step and lots of enthusiasm to make 2023 their best year in their business. And I want to do the same with you today. I want to take you through how you can plan your business for 2023 so that you can make it your best year in your business. And if you are struggling with marketing, then you will be pleased to know that I have another marketing sprint starting in January and I will be reopening the doors to the marketing membership. So if you want to know more about that, make sure you're on my email list or send me a message. So without further ado, let's get into business planning for 2023. And I don't know about you, but wherever I look on social media, I seem to come across people's vision boards for 2023. Now, I'm not going to mock them. Having a vision board is a good start. We all need to have a vision for where we want to get to after all. The reality, though, is that to get to where you want to be in 2023, you need a strategy, which includes an action plan, a realistic one. So each year, I think I'd love to lose a couple of stone and be fitter and stronger than I am now. And funnily enough, just having that vision or goal does not make it happen. I've tried that strategy. And I've realised that manifesting your goal just doesn't work. (laughs) The only way to achieve a goal like that is to have a strategy to eat less and move more. This would require a nutritional plan. A good one, probably with the help of someone with expertise in this area. And an exercise plan. Again, it would need to be the right one to meet my goals. The plan for marathon is quite different to having energy to keep up with teenagers. It would require a schedule. And crucially, it would need to be realistic. For me, I'm not one for getting up an hour early to exercise. I'd only hit the snooze button, especially in the dark days of February. And it would also require some contingency when things go off track, as life always gets in the way. Now, I've had this kind of goal before. You might have done too. And I've not been successful it's important to consider why if we keep having the same goals but not being successful. Probably because we do the same thing each year. Though so we maybe start off keeping off the booze, eating a bit less and going to the gym. Only to falter by mid-January, which I guess is, is one of those days, isn't there, that's uh, uh, the uh, where most people give up their New Year's resolutions. But if we don't make progress, then clearly we need to do something different. It might be that the strategy was wrong. Perhaps it's time to get some help with your strategy. Or it might be that the strategy was fine, but it was not followed through. In which case, you need to think why and what you can do this time to ensure that you don't do the same. And I've been talking here about health and fitness, but it's exactly the same in your business. You need a strategy to move your business to where you want it to be. And that strategy needs to include a plan of action that's realistic. Now, I didn't used to set business strategy for my business. I used to think, no, I am like to go with the flow. But by setting a strategy and by setting a plan of action, I have found that I can certainly direct the flow and have a bit more control over my business. And needless to say, I have been happier with the results of my business since I started doing this. I don't necessarily achieve the goals I set out to, but I certainly get a long way further towards them than if I just left this all on its own. So what does it mean in practice? Well, I like to divide it up into three steps. So step number one is to think about what would a successful 2023 look like for you? And I say for you, because we all have different ambitions for our businesses. You might have global domination as a goal, Or you might want to just supplement your family income and be there for your kids. You might be the main or the only source of income for your family, so you need to earn a minimum amount and ideally more than that. These are all good goals. It's important to remember that what a successful business looks like for you is different to what success might look like to others. You set the rules here, remember. It's your business. So, think about what success in 2023 would look like in terms of business revenue, in terms of earnings, in terms of the time that you spend on your business, in terms of the impact that you make, in terms of doing more of what you enjoy and less of what you don't enjoy, and indeed anything else. And I'm going to go through each of those now. So, the first is business revenue, which is exactly what it says. How much revenue? Do you want your business to earn in 2023? And I'm talking here about the revenue your business earns rather than the revenue that you actually take out of your business. Now, you might not care about what your business earns, and that's fine. You don't have to have a goal for every one of these categories. You might just want a bit more than 2022, so you feel you're growing, and that's fine too. Or you may have a much bigger number in mind. At this stage, we're not putting limits on it. Earnings. So earnings is the amount of money you actually take out of your business in the year. And this is obviously less than your revenue because it needs to take into account the costs in your business. Now, our earning ambitions are all different. You might need the money to support your family. Or you might be able to forego earnings this year in order to invest more in your business to earn more next year. You might even have a range for this number with a minimum amount, but then a bit more if circumstances allow. Let's go on to time next. So many of my clients have set up their businesses around other responsibilities, such as their family. Or it might be that you have another job alongside your business. You need to be realistic about the amount of time you have. and Just as importantly, the time that you want to dedicate to your business. So. You know, Kim Ferris talks about a four-hour working week. um most of us need to work a little bit more than that to make a success of our business. But if you are less constrained by other responsibilities, you might decide that this is the year that you're going to all in working more hours to build a business, and that's fine too. You have to choose the hours that work best for you and your circumstances. Nobody else here and when we're talking about hours worked in the business, I don't just mean normally but also how much holiday you want to have because some people want to do an awful lot less work during the school holidays and again that's fine. So let's talk about impact and a lot of my clients tell me they're driven as much by the impact that they have as by the amount of money they can make. It might be the number of clients they help, it might be a type of client they help, it might be the way they help. I know for me, I could probably earn more helping larger clients, but I like to work with solopreneurs or those with a small team. I get a real buzz out of helping those businesses grow. Then think about what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. And for me, this is a big part of running my own business. You get to decide what you do. If you look back over the past year, what kind of work have you enjoyed? Want to do more of in 2023? And what do you want to do less of? Either because you didn't enjoy it or it wasn't as profitable and therefore worth it. Are there things in your business that need doing but you don't enjoy? Perhaps your accounts or even your website. I know someone who can help with that. <laughs> and, but you might want to think about getting someone else to do that next year. Just because you can do it yourself doesn't mean to say you have to your business. And then anything else? I know it's a bit of a cop-out having a catch-all goal, but maybe there's something that you really want to achieve in your business, the cherry on the top. Is there anything you would love to achieve in your business this year? Just because. So the next step, once we know really we've written down what our goals are, is to bring it all together and look at what that means for your business. And this is where we want to think whether it's realistic or how you can make it work. So if you want to follow Tim Ferriss' approach and work a four-hour working week, working one-to-one with clients, taking the school holidays off, and earning, I don't know, let's say half a million a year, then you're looking at an hourly charge of about £3,000. That might not be realistic. or you might be able to get there with the help of a team and or passive income. And I would say to start with the most important two goals, if they're time and money, you might need to adjust who or how you help to make it work. If it's time and impact, then you might need to adjust the amount you make. So I want to use some examples here. Let's say you're a coach and you want to work a maximum of 30 hours per week. And you're looking to generate, let's say, £80,000 a year, which is an average of about £2,000 a week. That's assuming you take off holidays. After spending time on marketing and admin, you're probably going to have about 20 hours of client-facing time each week. And this means you need to charge £100 an hour on average. So, what do you charge for one-to-one work? If it's currently less than £100 an hour, you're going to need additional income. How do you want to get there? Do you want to raise your prices? Do you want to add online courses, memberships, group programmes, etc. that are more scalable so their earnings aren't restricted by your hours? Do you want to outsource and or bring on team members that can do some of the work, obviously for less than £100 an hour? Or actually... Do you want to increase your hours and/ or reduce your revenue target? Let's say this is your business. Let's say you're a massage therapist and you need to bring in a minimum of twenty thousand a year during school hours and working around the children in the evening. You'd love to earn more and/ or work less, but you need that money to support your family. So with school holidays, we're talking about an average of we're talking about forty weeks a year to work. So that means £500 a week in earnings. And of course your revenue will need to be more than that. What costs do you have? You might need to take a more risk-averse approach, looking at what you did last year and what tweaks you can make to get to that goal. Then what else can you do to give you upside? Maybe the school day is for one-to-one clients and in the evening you can work on marketing and developing some additional products to increase your revenue. So at the end of this process, ideally you'll understand what it means in terms of the mix of products and or services you offer and how much money you're looking to generate from each and obviously any new products or services that you're looking to put into the mix. How many one-to-one clients are you going to serve each week or month and at what kind of price? Is this the same package as you currently offer or is it different? Can you offer more and charge more? or upsell to increase their average revenue? What other services are you going to offer? Either one-to-one, group programs, or something more passive, like selling a product, online course or book, for example. Do you currently offer these or are they new? And what do you currently do that you want to stop doing or do less of? So about a year ago, I stopped offering e-commerce websites for a mix of reasons. I could do them and I could earn good money from them, but I've chosen not to. What do you want to improve? I know I'm always looking at ways to improve my processes and client experience, and I've got a few ideas I'm going to be implementing in 2023. But if I look back over the last year or two, there are quite a number of things which have added value to my clients, which mean that I can charge a little bit more, and also that have saved me time. So what about you? What does your business actually look like to get to your goals? What does it look like in terms of product offering, pricing, and number of clients? What does it look like in terms of the hours that you work? What does it look like in terms of what you do and what you outsource to others? So step three is the plan of action. We know what we want our businesses to look like, so now it's time to work out a plan of action. Because, remember, vision boarding is not going to get us there. We need a plan. We need to get from where we are now to that view of our business. What needs to change? Do you need to increase your prices? What do you need to do before you increase your prices? Are you looking to offer more value? What's that going to be? Do you need to do anything to get it in place before increasing your prices? If you're looking to attract clients who will pay more, does your brand currently reflect that? Or do you need to rethink your ideal client, your messaging, your brand voice and aesthetics? Does your website and or social media need an overhaul to reflect that? And actually, most of the clients whose websites we have built this year have been clients who are looking to attract clients who are slightly different, who will pay more. They're looking to uplevel level their whole business and you do need to make sure that your brand aesthetic and your website and your social media all match that vision. Are you looking to introduce new products or services? What do you need to do to do that? Or are you looking to drop some products or services you offer or even some clients? Is there anything standing in your way of doing that? Do you need to let existing clients know? Do you need to give them some notice? I always suggest you do anyway. Are you looking to outsource some of the things you currently do or need to do in the future? What are the steps to do that? You need to find somebody to outsource to and you need to give them clear instructions of what you want them to do. I know so much easier said than done. <laughs> That's something that which I certainly struggle with. Are you looking to improve any of your processes? again? What are the steps involved? And what about that dream extra goal? What do you need to do to make it happen? Yes, your list might be quite long. <laughs> Mine certainly is, but that's fine. I've got a year. Next, though, we need to order the list. What's going to give most bang for the buck? I mean, What's going to be easiest to do that will give the greatest impact on moving your business to where you want it to be? So I like to work on one area at a time. I'm very easily distracted so if I'm working on more than one thing none of them get completed quickly. If raising your prices is the thing that's going to give you most bang for buck then prioritize doing that. The additional revenue from that can perhaps be used to outsource some of the things you don't want to do or it doesn't make sense for you to do. Freeing up time to take on more clients, develop new products or services, or just spend it with your family. And one thing you can do is set out when during the year you plan to do each of these. Or alternatively, you can do it bit by bit, which is frankly what I tend to do. I find it hard to look beyond the next quarter, to be honest. So I'll choose a few things from the list and I'll have those to do in this quarter. Prioritising one of them above the others, of course. Although the priority sometimes changes during the quarter, I must admit. And of course, plans do change. Throughout the year, things come up. Global pandemic showed us that we need to be adaptable. And also, sometimes we change our mind on what is important to us and what we think might get us there. Or we might be guided by our clients. We might think something's going to work, but actually what we need to do is slightly different. And that's all fine too. So, to wrap this up, I think it's worth sitting down with a pen, a pad of paper, and a glass of wine, or whatever takes your fancy. Away from the hustle and bustle at Christmas if you can, or in the new year. Obviously, you can do this at any point in the year. My year actually runs April to March, so this is something that I tend to do in March. Think about what's important to you. What would a successful 2023 look like? This is your vision. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Then think about what that looks like in practice, in terms of products or services you offer, pricing, kind of client you want to work with, what you do, and just as importantly, what you don't, and the hours you work. What do you need to change or do to get there? And what's your priority? What's going to be the easiest thing to do that will have the biggest impact on your goals? And I'd just add, schedule time in January to make that one happen. And many of us need help. Many of us, in theory, can do this all on our own. But actually, having the support and accountability of a group of people who understand this can be enormously helpful. So that's either in a group or working directly with a coach. And if marketing is part of that and you want help with your marketing, Then, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode, the marketing sprint, I'm running the marketing sprint in January and will also be reopening the doors to my marketing membership, which is designed to help you formulate a marketing plan and then also implement it with the support of others around you. Because world domination happens just one step at a time. Hopefully found that helpful. And I would love to know what your plans for 2023 are. So please do drop me an email at say hello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk or message me on Instagram at beyondthekt. And if you are interested in the marketing sprint and or the marketing membership, then make sure you're on the email list um, and or just drop me a line. That's it for this week. See you all next week.